Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, all the same, it is appreciated. Like I say, every week, every episode, thank you so much, it does mean the absolute world. Honestly, you will not believe the stress that I've just gone through with this microphone. I thought it was gone, I thought, oh my goodness, people will never get to hear my thoughts on films again. But alas, we have new life, I've finally understood technology it's working here we are wafting away about films on would you believe Joe blogs about films you didn't need to know any of that but i thought i'd just tell you anyways but as always thank you so much for clicking on it really means the world right then renfield the latest film starring nicholas cage and nicholas holt directed by chris mckay also starring aquafina and a few others sprinkled in there is now in cinemas and it had a budget of $65 million, uh, which when we were watching the film, me and my friends and, and wife and such, we were like, I don't really know where the money's gone, if I'm being honest. Like, maybe it was the action, maybe it was the set builds, or, or it could have been the uh, vast amount of CGI blood, which was questionable, but but very forgiving. I want to stress that, that it, it looked, yes, it looked CGI, but given the nature of the film, it, it, it's very forgiving, but more on that in just a sec. But maybe also with this money, it may have just been to pay for the actors, you know? I'm, I, I'm not sure what it is, but my point is, it didn't feel like a 65 million budget movie. And sadly, it isn't doing ever so well at the box office. I think the the last thing I saw about it was it was getting this grossed around $12 million, which that's that's quite low. Like, it, could, it may not make the money back, but I don't know. I, I just, I feel like that's not the full picture for me with this film. It's a silly horror film. Like, it is a silly horror action comedy with some very good type performances in there. Like, yeah, sure, all of it doesn't work, but still a lot of fun. So it is a shame that maybe people aren't checking it out. What I would say is do, because I'm sure you will take something out of it. I'm also going to address the elephant in the room with this, because I know I've mentioned before of my feelings towards a certain actor and a certain lead of this film being Nicolas Cage. And I've said a number of times that I'm not his biggest fan, but I can I can take him, but mostly leave him. However, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older and perhaps wiser, but he doesn't make me want to remove my eyeballs anymore. And I, and, and I just do have a blast watch him having a blast, basically, on screen. And Renfield is no exception. Like, maybe I have warmed more so to him since the release of The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent because, boy, oh boy, was that great. And I, maybe that has also made me respect him even more, respect his art and craft or something, because he went way up in my estimations doing that film. But when, when I wanted to talk about this or that, you know, we're here to talk about Renfield. But obviously, before we do... The podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, rss.com. You know where it is if you're streaming this podcast regularly. Thank you ever so much. Like I keep saying, jump onto any of those platforms. Give us a like and a follow. Hit notification. Also, leave us a review. That would be awesome. Jump onto the socials as well. Search your blogs about films into Facebook and Instagram. Find the pages. Give us a like and a follow again. Thank you so much if you have done already. But if you would, if you haven't, thanks. That would be awesome. Now back to Renfield. So it's set in New Orleans. Renfield, the long-term minion of blood-sucking vampire Count Dracula, joins a self-help group for people in toxic relationships, having long been ordered to bring innocent victims to his master. Can Renfield finally break the spell? Now from the trailer, I did like this idea of Renfield's character trying to break out of a toxic relationship, obviously from Nicolas Cage's Dracula. I felt this as a concept and an idea was quite a good one, because especially given that 
The film isn't taking itself too seriously and wants to take a really serious situation and kind of flip it on its head by making it revolve around the Prince of Darkness. The main theme of this film, obviously, is relationships and how we can all struggle to find the balance within them, especially those toxic ones and the controlling ones, which is exactly what Dracula is doing to Renfield. I will talk more about Cage in just a second, but Nicholas Holt played the character super, super well, I felt. Like he had the right level of vulnerability and low self-esteem to be able to get out of this nightmare. And like he is Dracula's familiar with the film. This means him running around after him, getting people for Dracula to kill and as well save him from time to time. And there's a great moment, a few more, well, there's loads of great moments, but there's a great moment in the film of like Renfield's, uh, of, of Holt's Renfield's looking for innocent victims for, for Dracula to kill. Like he's, he, Dracula's giving him like a list of people for earlier on in the film saying what he, what, what he needs, like the innocent, the pure people. And it's like, lo and behold, he's sitting in a bar and every kind of person that Dracula's mentioned is surrounding him. It's really kind of those kind of on-the-nose humour that I really do like. And I think that Holt really did do a tremendous job with his timings and comedic lines. Like he really does... Like, it does feel like the script was made for him as an actor. It felt very natural with his performance. Like, when you think about the films and such that he's done, like, for example, like, if you look a few years back, like, Warm Bodies, for example, I don't know if anyone's caught that, but I did feel that, obviously, he played a zombie loving that, but these two films are so far apart with the humour and Holt's performance. As I say, it's quite surreal, and I do commend him for his performance because it looked like it was a lot of fun to be a part of. I also quite liked as well in this film that it does get straight into it. I was a big fan of this opening. In particular, there's these fantastic nods to the 1931 Dracula film where the team have edited and superimposed Holt and Cage into the movie and footage, which was really, really great, but also helps with like the backstory and lore of these two characters. And you can see, and you can kind of see it as like, the only sequel to air quote to that 1931 Dracula film, if you really wanted to. It was a nice touch, and I, and I really commend the editing as well. I thought the editing was really good. They'd kind of do this like freeze frame stuff when like it'd stop the action for more narration to kind of take us back to a previous moment or more story build, world build, this and that. I just really, really did like what they were going for. But obviously Renfield also begins and maintains relationship throughout the film with Aquafina's character, who's a traffic cop named Rebecca. This is where a lot more of my negatives come in about this film. Like, I will talk about some of the action set pieces and the gore, and of course, don't you worry, I will be talking about Nick Cage's Dracula. But like, not so much with Aquafina's performance, as I'm saying, is a negative, because I'm very indifferent with her, and I do enjoy... I've enjoyed in the things that I've seen her in. Like, I, I, the most notably, obviously, Shang-Chi. I thought she was really great in that. However, I will say that she does seem to play the same kind of part. Like, very sarcastic, frustrated, and angry. And sometimes I felt that she could have just toned it down just a little bit as everything seemed to be at, like, volume 11 with her. And it just... I just at fact, I just at times found her just a little much, you know. But then on the flip of it, she does have some really cool action sequences and some great comedic moments alongside Holt. But just back to what I was saying to a moment ago about, like, you know, in terms of negative for the film... There's these subplots that are in there that are really meh. Like Aquafina's character is just a run-of-the-mill traffic cop that wishes and wants for better things in her career. And that's fine, I get that. We need to emote, we need we, we need to emote with the character, we need to understand how she and Renfield can, you know, get entangled together. But then comes this whole other plot involving Ben Schwartz and his character and his family, who are a mob family essentially, that just just seems really lazy to me. Like, I guess it's when a film does throw like a mediocre and frustratingly comic mob 
at me. This is just my taste that I can again take or leave. You know what I mean? Like the mob family in this film could have been involved in like any other film, like The Mask or something. You know what I mean? Like nothing, no new ground is broken. It's just your run of the mill, classic, stupid, daft mob family. It's just really over the top with the circumstances. And there are ties to this wider world that I'm not really sure worked. But this is the other thing, though, that on, again, on like a flip, that the, the positive of it is that it does all feel this world very comic booky. And part of the reason for that will be that this film was penned by none other than Mr. Robert Kirkman, the genius behind the Walking Dead comics. It's got his fingerprints all over the script, and I did enjoy the world that was built because Renfield certainly isn't in our world. That's the thing. It almost feels like... You know how, like, John Wick, how that feels... That, that is its own world, you know, and you, you really feel it. Like, when you enter the cinema, you enter that film and you watch it in the, from the audience and such, you do feel like you are part of that world. This is exactly what Renfield is. It's his own thing, and so they have so much freedom within this world, and once the action kicks in, there are some really excellent sequences and all-out bloodbath, pretty much. Like... You've seen sequences within the trailer involving Holtz, Renfield, and Aquafina's Rebecca in a barge, shooting and punching and using items such as like disc trays or whatever for drinks to slice people's arms off and heads that it's just wild and there is just blood everywhere. It's very impressive. There's also a great sequence involving Renfield heading to a garage as well a bit within the film that has some really good fun moments. But then again, at the same time, it's a nice amount of gore. And this is the thing, like the gore is an Evil Dead level gore. Let's just be clear. Like, when I say Evil Dead, because that can be quite campy and such, so that may not be the best example, but basically like any horror film that you've ever seen that is quite gory, I don't know, Hostel, Saw, whatever, you know what I mean? It's not like that. It's something else. It's like ripping someone's arms off and then proceeding to hit other people with those arms, that kind of gore, you know? And it's really, really, it does bring you a great grin and smile across your face. The other thing with this world that I really liked as well is that obviously there are the the natural lights and such, but the colour scheme and patterns and the the, the grading for this film is so lovely. Like, you know, your your purples, your pinks, your blues, it just all looked like really, just really good and really horror-esque and fit the vibe perfectly especially when you get to see like dracula's layout and such like the reds and such and just like even still when nicholas holt is like in a bar as renfield like all the colors like everything you've seen in the poster because i do really like the poster in the color palette for the poster everything just oozes that throughout the film it's really really lovely and i thought it was really really effective but saving best to last because let's be honest this is what most people are going to be watching this film for nicholas cage as dracula it is a treat. Like, he fully delivers with this menacing role. And I, and I have to give him props. And I have to give props not only to him as a, as, as, as a performance, but the makeup and the costume team, as he certainly looks and feels the part. Like, Cage's Dracula is probably, as I've just stated there, what you would expect. The classic Nick Cage faces, the head tilt back, the eyes bulging forward, and a few woos in there as well for good measure. He absolutely, you can tell he loved playing this part and it just it's it comes to and it's very infectious in his performance the dynamic between Holt and 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 Nick Cage's Dracula is absolutely top-notch and and there's kind of a, a weird positive criticism if that makes sense like I wanted more of these two together like I genuinely felt the film should have focused on these two more so as they were by far the best parts of this film like every time they would appear on screen together I was excited and I was grinning before anything had even happened but then once they were focusing on like the mob or anything like that I was just not fussing just waiting for the next scenes 
including the two Nicks, you know? Cage's Dracula in this film is the worst of the worst, you know, displaying really horrible traits such as manipulation, very petty, and obviously incredibly controlled towards his familiar. And it's done in a way that you do empathise with Renfield and you do want him to get out of this, out of this, you know, relationship. But it's also with how Cage performs it that it's humorous at the same time. Like the perfect example of this for me, which is my favorite scene in the entire film involves Nicholas Cage's Dracula and, and, and Holtz Renfield having a back and forth in Renfield's brand new cozy apartment. Honestly loved every minute of this sequence because both absolutely nailed the timings and performance, especially Cage. Like it was really, really strong. And again, chuckling all, all the way through it. This film, as I say, overall, it, it does have the weaker moments, but it still really is a great time at the cinema. And, and and it's a shame that apparently, like I said earlier, that not many people seem to be going to check it out or whatever, because I don't know, maybe they're just waiting for it to stream perhaps, or maybe the, the, the trailer and such didn't suck them in as much. Like I say, the subplots that are in this film are really, really like underwhelming, but the joy of seeing Nicholas Holt engaging or whoever, you know, with, with, with self-help groups and having Dracula appearing and that's, and just the relationship between Nick Cage and, 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 and Nicholas Holt's Renfield has banged on for, 10 plus minutes or whatever that's all really positive and say the action is just superb as well but like i say if you're i think it depends what you're going in for because if you're going in for like a horror film then this isn't the film you're going to go in you're not going to come away being pleased with it if you're going in for like a silly action film with sprinkles of horror and humor i I don't really see how you're not going to come out and think yeah good laugh that good laugh because i I certainly did think it was as much i thought it was better than what I, i expected it anyways i'm rambling really sorry basically out of 10 I'm going to give it six, six and a half out of ten. If you could push me, yeah, that's what I would I would definitely give it. I think that is fair enough score for this film. It does have like rewatch capability or rewatchability or whatever, more so than some of the films I've seen, like Cocaine Bear this year. So absolutely, definitely over that. But yeah, just just a, a decently fun, silly film with Nicolas Cage's Dracula. What more do you want, eh? But thank you as always for checking out the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. And like I say regularly at the start, during, at the end of each episode as well. It does mean the absolute world. Keep up to date with all the podcasts and the socials, this and that. Do let me know what you thought of Renfield, if you've seen it. Anything else as well, recommendations. That is awesome. But as always, thank you for listening. Until the next episode, take care.